Say your name and what you do. Chris Velosky, and I own a business. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marissa Kelly, and I also own a business. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. Good morning, everyone. We are back, Business AF Podcast, with Chris. Hello. Can't do that. That and our guest, Bree Anderson. Bree E. Bree E. Anderson. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, We are going to talk about the art of social, and we'll get to what the art is specifically and how you can navigate social during these current times, but I want to check in with everyone because we're um, obviously in a different time now and everyone's virtual. So um, why don't you go ahead and Chris and just recap what your, you know, really quickly how your day is going or your week is going based on the, everything that's going on. Uh, well, for me, it's not much has changed actually because my whole team and I are pretty much virtual. Um, Mm -hmm. and we do a lot of our client meetings virtually as well. So like this morning, our our client, we just had a Google meets hangout. And then I have two or three other meetings today. That's all through Google hangouts, which I usually do anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, I very rarely do in-person meetings unless, unless if, uh, it's required Mm the client, but other than that, you know, not too much has changed for us. Right. Well, you we're not built meeting. for this. Yeah, we're not meeting in person, so we're not doing our podcast. Sometimes we do it virtually. So yeah, um, it's you know. Different. Actually, the biggest change is a podcast because usually you and I meet up on Tuesdays. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, how about for you, Bree? Uh, Bree. Well, I actually teach full time, and so last week we were told that we were going to be remote until April 3rd, and we've kind of just been waiting. Our city actually just put in an ordinance to go to a modified shelter in place, so we are now going to be virtual until May 4th. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so now just creating a bunch of content for online, um, trying to figure out how to teach students virtually and make sure that they're still getting all the value from it that's it's where everybody is at right now uh what what grade are you teaching well i teach um at a tech school so okay yeah yeah so i have a mix of students too right so i was like well we could do live zoom calls but now some of my students have their kids at home and and they're they have other things they have to take care of so still trying to trying to figure that out yeah that's so, interesting. I mean, like one way, I mean, I like Udemy, for example, or Pluralsight. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of those sites, but um, you can check them out and just to get an idea on how they kind of run their curriculum. Right, right. There. Yeah. Or uh, what's that, Khan Academy as well. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, Bree, we're going to talk today about the art of social and why don't yes. you explain what that means and what you told me we talked earlier this week about how you know that can help everyone and businesses during this right time now. yeah mm-hmm. so i cannot take credit for this i'm just going to put this out there i cannot take credit for this the mm-hmm. art of social media it was a question on one of my last exams in college that we hadn't covered or it wasn't in the book one of those questions so they always stick with you or at least 
for me they do um and it was what does art stand for when it comes to social media and i was just a really good guesser so i got it right but it's always stuck with me because it's so it stands for authenticity relevancy and transparency and so when you take all three of those things into consideration those are what you should be they should kind of be like your guiding lights right like should i post this well i don't know is it authentic relevant and transparent right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and if you think about like the best performing social media um or best performing companies on social media all of them follow this rule of being authentic relevant and transparent mm -hmm. um southwest airlines is like the best example yes uh, i would you know agree I mean? <laughs> yeah um so i think you know that that's obviously really good um a lot of people are now kind of forced to figure out what they should be doing on social because right. it's a, a weird time. Um, do you think that, I mean, what is your experience in terms of, have you seen any people that are kind of like tone deaf when it comes to how they should adjust to this current situation and how everyone's Absolutely. Well, Rite Aid just did a whole rebrand in the middle of this crisis and they sent out a email blast with their rebrand and their landing page wasn't even up yet it sent people to a 404 oh so like, my god you launch this you're supposed to be like hyping people up right because that's, yeah. i mean you have to do at least that have the landing page up with it right when you yeah. launch it yeah. right yeah you know like the basics mm -hmm. um but some of these things so a lot of social media managers schedule content ahead of time mm -hmm. um, and you're starting to see kind of the flaws and and those processes so that's a great thing if you're checking it daily to make sure that what's going out is still authentic relevant and transparent mm -hmm. in your times so like if you just laid off 2,000 workers because now all of a sudden we have this virus and we're not able to pay our pay our employees if you're sending out something that's like happy thursday what are you doing today you know that's not very authentic or yeah. transparent right you're making mm -hmm. it seem like everything's business as usual when you just had to lay off 2000 workers right 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 um so checking in on those messages you have to mm -hmm. do that and that's not just social media though i mean that's right. all media mm -hmm. um same thing, you know, magazines, uh, the articles are written for magazines and put to press three months in advance. Mm -hmm. um, so like making sure that all of that content is still relevant. Mm -hmm. um, so. so you would say, I mean, for based on that, I, I could imagine that a lot of people that are familiar with the digital space and kind of processes and stuff that they've been extra busier, extra oh, busy yeah. this last couple of weeks. Absolutely. Um, you know, Marcus Sheridan and Ann Hanley just started doing that LinkedIn live show. Have you seen it? No, it's I haven't like, seen it. Okay, so it's called Together, and they just talk about business and marketing um, through this crazy time. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, Marcus has been very vocal about the fact that people are afraid to sell right now. People are afraid to do business right now. Mm -hmm. And really the reason is because they weren't prepared for it. Uh, there was no plan. Uh, there's never really a plan. It's just like any other kind of crisis moment. Um, mm -hmm. But the reality of it is, is we all still have to do business. We all still have bills to pay, things that have mm -hmm. to be done. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of why I like to use art, essentially, as, as those guiding pillars. 
mm-hmm. um, for especially when you're making these quick pivots. Like we still have to sell, but how can we do it while still being empathetic to the situation that we're all in right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, that, and they're all trying to figure out how to work from home. So <laughs> yeah, right. I think the you know it's one of the things that you know has benefited people like you and I and and Chris Absolutely. who have been very remote and understand okay, like we need good Wi-Fi, but we also need to con- keep with our routines of, yeah. you know, working, getting up early. And like, I didn't do that today and I'm off. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh man, like I didn't get my coffee before, like I started working and, you know, now I'm going to take a sip of coffee because it's needed. But like, yeah. So my wife actually is working remote for the first time. So she does tech support for a tax company. And the first day she like stayed in her pajamas. She was like, I'm working from home. She was so stoked. And then like three o'clock comes around and she's like, God, I just haven't woken up. And I'm like, dude, you didn't get up and get ready. Like you literally rolled out of bed and tried to start working. Like, yeah, no, you're not going to wake up. Right. Like every morning, like I, if I do work from home, I I have an office, but I'm the only one from my team that goes into an office. Like, cause I just like getting out of the house. But, um, you have to get ready. Like, just yeah. get up and take a shower or do something. Go for a like, walk. Like, brush your teeth, dude. Right? Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. Like, the other day, I didn't brush my teeth till like, after lunch. I was like, Shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. You forgot, right? Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, I got to get to work. Yeah, exactly. I just, like, got on the computer because I, I had a 6 a.m. call. And yeah. uh, I was like, like, oh, shit, let's go. And then I just started, like, going away on the computer. Yeah. And before I knew it, it was like I just got hungry and I ate. And then I was like, my mouth tastes kind of funny. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me brush my teeth. <laughs> well, it's so easy to do that. I mean, we all have – yeah, brush your teeth. Uh, we all have <laughs> clients in so many different time zones too that like we've had yeah. to get used to kind of having like these flexible schedules and like, mm-hmm. you know, working when you have to work. But it's such a big – you have to set those boundaries. Like that's a hard thing for people too. I know Brian talked about it um, in one of his first like work from home video things where he was talking about like, if you don't set those boundaries, you're going to burn yourself out too. Like it's so easy, especially with what we do. Everything we do is on our computer and our phones. So it's so easy to just keep doing it and keep doing it, but you're going to take on so much or like expect so much out of yourself that you're just going to burn yourself out. So like you have to follow some sort of schedule, some sort of routine. I've actually done better being fully remote because teaching, I still have to go in, you know, like Mm -hmm. however many hours a week, but fully remote, I've done a better job of like, Saturday, I didn't touch my computer at all, and I can't even remember the last time I did that. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I need but to get to that goal. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, I think it's it's also the reason why I was working, working this weekend was also to set myself up so that Monday would be super productive, and it was, you know, and yeah. it's setting, knowing and understanding how you work best, and right keeping to that despite everyone else's situation changes like my situation has changed a little bit because there's more people at home and like Chris and I used to go to the office and like we could talk and bounce ideas up we can't really do that now like the office is still open for us because we have 24-7 access but who wants to do that like there's nothing open (laughs) you know down there if you want to grab lunch like can't you know so 
um, yeah, it's it's definitely a different time, and I, I totally agree with the getting ready thing. A lot of people are like, yeah, pajama work. I'm like, no, it's no. actually not that cool. Like, it, it's not. It's yeah. yeah. Put some pants on, like real pants. Those are. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, pajama pants just don't cut it. Yeah. So brush your teeth and put your pants on. That's yes. like little the do two we all know we're all wearing pajama pants right now. No, yeah, what you I, don't I, know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's all in what you um, actually put out there, and if, especially if you're on video. So no one really knows. But if your energy is that you have pants on, then great. So yeah, um, <laughs> we don't need to know that, Chris. I'm thanks. <laughs> um, I uh, have a you know backtracking a little bit um, and how you got started doing this and, and kind of really helping other people. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you got started teaching or like how that, you know, how that conversation went in terms yeah, of... Yeah, so that was actually kind of, um, I kind of stumbled into it. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm 24 and I thought teaching was going to be my retirement job. So that's awkward. I still have a while to go. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you could retire early, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> so I was working at an agency and... Because uh, the tech school is a tech school, they require any program that you have has to have an industry advisory team. Um, and what they do is they, they make sure that the curriculum is staying up to date, right? Mm -hmm. And so they meet once a semester and they like review the curriculum, make sure like what's going on in class is relevant. Well, they were starting this program and the industry advisory team was coming together to write curriculum and do things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so they reached out to the agency that I was working at at the time and asked if anybody would be interested in helping out. And mm -hmm. I have a real passion for education around digital marketing because one of two things happens. People are teaching that have never done it before or people are just feeding you Bullshit. not Yeah. <laughs> There you go. You can That's say exactly it. Exactly what I okay. I was like, I don't know what the rules are here. Yeah. No, they're just feeding you straight shit. Like it's yeah, you know, they're selling mm -hmm. you a dream. Um and so I was really interested in, in getting and in being a part of that and making sure that people were actually learning tangible skills that they could take into the workplace and be mm -hmm. productive. Um and so I worked on that and then eventually they were like, We're gonna need someone to the, teach these classes, probably. And I was like, Yeah, probably. Uh, I guess I could do it. So, so that transition was mostly because I wanted to go off and do my own thing. Like I have a very entrepreneurial spirit, very self-motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you can't really, at least at, at the agency I was at, there was really like, you can't take on extra work. It's not very like ethical in that sense, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because they worked with just about anyone. So it's not like, Oh, pick the clients they want to take. I mean, they would work with just about anyone. anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, by leaving the agency, I was kind of able to start working with more people that I wanted to work with. Yeah. Um, while also teaching and teaching has been so much fun. It's so fun to mm -hmm. see people like, catch on to things and I actually bring clients in and have them talk to clients and stuff and like mm -hmm. watching them interact with clients is the coolest thing oh, they start that, like yeah. talking strategy and you're like oh I taught you something holy yeah shit. that's really cool that's really cool that's awesome yeah it's definitely yeah, it gives them real world experience too, absolutely somewhere. yeah yeah, yeah mm -hmm. you need that I feel like that's what's missing in universities for most part you know yeah, um, yeah. 
That's why I like tech schools. I mean, I went to university myself, but I like the way that the, I like the way that tech schools um, make it a little more like real life experience, like real world experience. Absolutely. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what's missing from our education system. Well, it, they need the hands-on experience, and, yeah. and you don't yeah. get that. Like we can talk all day about co- concepts and strategies and stuff, but like if you're not working with the business one-on-one, then it's really difficult to you know teach yeah. some like I could teach concepts and stuff but like if I'd rather have them come and sit down with me and like talk about it and actually right. have some tasks or a plan somewhat of a plan after we've already talked and that's part of I think a lot of why people don't even invest the time or the money into even figuring out what the best way is because they're like I don't even know where to start and yeah, I can't right. get, I'm going to have to pay $3,000 a month or 10000 you know, depending on mm-hmm. who they work with, uh, you know, and, and that's part of, I think, what I th- hope will change with this new, um, you know, we're kind of in a new normal because, yes, we're all yeah. kind of on lockdown right now, but now people are like, okay, I really need to, like, look on, look at the things that I can improve on. And like mm-hmm. even for me, I I'm sure that you guys have worked on stuff that was on your table for like a while. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like in the last week, I'm like, oh, I have to update my email automation download. And I did yeah. because I was like, oh well, this is the time now. If I need to provide a resource, like I need to make sure it's uploaded or updated, you know. Yeah. So. I have students. I actually have a student that just um reached out to me and she was like, Hey, like I have this idea of kind of like a downloadable like calm during covid worksheet and so i kind of like walked her through the steps of creating just like a squarespace site but then she was like well then because they're in their seo class right now and she was like well now i could do link building and like you know set all these things up and i'm like yeah mm-hmm. absolutely this is giving people the time and it's a it's a good distraction too i think um to focus yeah. on these these other projects so it's it's giving them um the opportunity to do that while also, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, giving them real world experiences. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to the clients that um, the students create their first semester, they create a digital marketing strategy. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like talking to those clients like, okay, we're going to have to do this over Zoom. But like, it's not that unrealistic. Like Chris, you just said you have most of your meetings via Hangouts and like, that's just going to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm so surprised. Like, I, I put a LinkedIn post about this, I think, last week. Like, I'm just so surprised that it took this to actually show us that technology yeah. is out there for us to work remotely. Like, I, I've been wanting to do this for, like, the past few years, for sure. Like, I think the first time I started a company, I was, it was in 2015. So, like, five years ago, like, mm-hmm. these tools were st- available. All yeah, of these tools. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, and and I saw something or I don't know where I was reading it or what I don't know. I've been watching so many lives <laughs> and zooms and everything just to like keep my knowledge up, you know, if I yeah. can learn a new skill and like really listen yeah. to what people are asking for. Like people are asking for how to go digital and like how to you know, how to figure out like I've seen people like, I don't, I can't get on zoom. And I'm like, how do you not like, this is so normal for us. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah. how do you, and just yeah. really tapping into like what people are needing. And I think, yeah. you know, going you know, into like a government uh, <laughs> Institute, like mm-hmm. 
Jesus. Or banks. Well, and they, they, they're like, I have a lot of teacher friends like that teach young kids, and they're concerned yeah. about privacy. And you're like yeah. thinking, okay, like, can we create something like this that's like super private, like messenger for kids, but like with video? And like, you're just like, okay. my ideas brain are like, woo, yeah, like, but yeah. I don't have enough time or resources. But I, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's it's a great time for us who are all digital, but also we have mm -hmm. to understand that we are in a weird time and people are sensitive to like the entire pandemic, but also like their businesses might fail. Like they yeah. might be in like a month, like have no money. I'm hearing of so many layoffs. Like a lot mm -hmm. of my friends yeah. are like filing for unemployment and it's tough because also you want to help. Like I want to help people figure this out, but also my time is super valuable too, you know, yeah. like. Absolutely. I don't want to get burnt out. So what do you, I mean, Brie, I'd like to know, like, what are you, what are you working on? Like the next like week or two? Do you have any like, Oh geez. Everything. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> everything. Um, I actually am doing more training videos. Um, right now I'm trying to build my YouTube channel. So, mm -hmm. and, and people have asked for them and it's just now I have time and equipment to do it. So, mm -hmm you know, I'm going to be doing a lot more of those. Um, but really I'm trying to focus on, I mean, just professionally speaking, like trying to focus on being flexible with, uh, my students and, and having the availability that they're going to need. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm very lucky that my job can transfer fully remotely pretty easily. Um, mm -hmm. not my students, the students that I serve, being it being a tech school the students that I serve not all of them have the same opportunity um, mm -hmm. you know I have students that work for 911 dispatch that work third shift I have students that work manufacturing jobs for aerospace and they're required to work during this like so mm -hmm. I'm having to figure out like how can I make myself available while also you know some of them teaching them how to zoom and teaching them how to do these things but knowing that I'm preparing them for if this situation were to happen or something similar, that they're mm -hmm. going to have a better life because of it. Um, right. And then just writing a lot. I write all of the time, mm -hmm. all of the time. So yeah, just writing I, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely identify. Chris, what are you, uh, what are you working on, like to kind of oh. during this time? Are like, you changing any of your routines? No, I mean like. Now that like we're all kind of, I mean, your your situation's normal, right? Like, like yeah, you said, like nothing's like... changed. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> what well, we're trying I know... to do, we're trying to build a product now to help our restaurants because a lot of them are mm -hmm. shutting down, and a lot of them don't even know how, to, don't have any like online order pickups or just by phone, and mm -hmm. so I'm, we're trying. To, I mean, that's probably like the only thing we're trying to focus yeah. on, trying to help out. Yeah. But, as far as our process and how things are done, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And you, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different resources I think out there. And I think it's just also, you know, it could also be mindset things like Chris, I know you yeah. thrive in like a remote space, but like, do you, and are you going to miss like human interaction? Like, can oh, you definitely. get on more virtual? Like we always meet before this, we can't do that anymore. So like we have to do video calls to kind of check in and, Definitely. You know, making and that I think is also if you are already good with like the digital stuff, you know, you're good, right? You don't need to do all this. Yeah. But now, like, 
what about human interaction, meditation, mindset, like stuff like that? I think well, that I mean, I don't yeah. know about you, but I've been locked in a house with my wife for about a week now. Um, you guys need some I'm getting plenty of human interaction. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, we, we try like, so right before this, actually, that's what my, so my wife was um, talking to me while we were on the call earlier. Um, yeah. We went out for a walk, like, like, this is so silly, but we went out for a walk and there are like all these worms in the water. So my wife started picking up worms so we could go fishing later. Like we, we could easily nice. go buy worms, but for her, like that was just, that's what she needed at the time. I'm like, all right, cool. Collect the worms, I guess. And just yeah. hold them. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but we make a point to like get outside or like, mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like we're stuck within, you yeah. know, these four walls here mm-hmm. um and i think that's really important too is like making sure just like we said like you have to have like that routine like blocking mm-hmm. things off like every day at lunch we go for a walk and every mm-hmm. night before bed we do yoga just because like we have to have something to kind of like get us away from all the craziness and that's going to look right. different for everyone i've seen people doing really intricate paint by numbers like adult versions of paint by numbers i would tear that shit to shreds it would drive me bonkers but for some people yeah. it helps them right. <laughs> good right. for them well, you know yeah. what? Like, I don't know if it's a culture thing, but like, I don't know if you guys seen those videos of like Italy or people in Europe doing like DJing or yeah. musicians like from their balconies and like they're building like a community still. Like, they're more closer yeah. with each other than I think we are. Yeah, absolutely. As a community, and I kind of wish I was out there right now, you know, because I, I would love I would love something like that, you know, like yeah. out here we're still kind of we're really like distant from each other. I did see a video of somebody teaching a Zumba class from their back porch and people doing it, which was really cool. cool. I thought that was awesome. But yeah, no, we do. We have as um, as a country where we're very spaced out and our communities are very spaced out for the most part, too. And that's why you see like we are more disconnected from one another. And I think this Mm -hmm. is forcing us to I mean, when you have nobody else to talk to than the people you check in with, you're forced to forced to check in with people. Yeah, I think my dog is like going nuts that I'm yeah. home. Like my dog no, is like, so dude, can you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you here? Like, like, why are you petting me so much? Like, leave me alone. Every time I put shoes on, my dog like runs into uh, her kennel like, yes, peace out. And I'm like, no, sorry, man. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> my bad. Uh, so, so for your students, uh, what do you think is important for them to thrive online? To thrive online? Well, I think just in general, like they have to be willing to pivot and to to constantly be learning, um, especially because, I mean, their profession is going to be digital marketing, hopefully. Um, you know, like I tell them on day one, like if you're not ready to learn every single day and change every single day, then this isn't, this isn't going to be for you because our worlds change so frequently. And then, you know, we end up in situations like this and you still have to learn to pivot just like we were talking about with, you know, um, social media management, like, yeah, it may have been okay to schedule your posts, but to, Mm -hmm. you know, like as of two weeks ago, you have to look at every single post before it goes out because Mm -hmm. the world is changing so quickly right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, the biggest thing is like teaching them where to find the tools and how to use the tools. Mm-hmm. to stay educated and stay on top of everything i'm mm-hmm. like honestly i'm teaching them foundational skills but it's up to them to to hone mm-hmm. in on them yeah 
And I think we were talking about that before we went live about how people now want to go virtual. And then they're like, oh, we'll just yeah. go live tomorrow. And I'm like, no, uh, mm -hmm. like, okay, like who's going to be on and have I learned about them? And, you know, like there's a lot of different yeah. aspects that, you know, now hopefully people will one be and they're foundational things. They're not because yeah. you're going live now. Like you still have to know about who you're talking to and like what value you're providing to people. Right. And that's part of the uh, relevancy and transparency and authenticity yeah. that is the formula for going on social. So I think hopefully that'll change people's minds eventually. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we're all we're all kind of I mean like I'm I'm for me, things have changed for, you know, just people wanting to stay active, but not knowing how to without continually send, sending that same email about, right. okay, COVID, right? Like, how many e right. emails did we get about that? You know, like oh every God, single... So many from people that you didn't even know had your email address. Right. Um, <laughs> you're like, I don't really, didn't really need to know that, but... Thank yeah. you. But two, like, again, being, you know, making sure when you are sending those things out, like, you have to be, okay, so what happens if somebody sends out, they're like, okay, well, everybody's sending these and they're saying they're taking care of their employees and they're taking these precautions, right? So they just have like this blanket template and mm -hmm. then they send it out while, meanwhile, they have 100 workers working in a 1,200 square foot place like they're gonna get called out for that and they're gonna you know their their employees are definitely gonna say something so again it's just like remembering you have to be like mm -hmm. authentic with those you can't just do it because everyone else is doing it and assuming mm -hmm. like everybody's sending out this covid email like i have mm -hmm. to send it out too like not necessarily like you might but like what are you gonna say what is the actual purpose is it relevant to anyone like mm -hmm. if chris sent out an email and was like don't worry covid has come along and we're taking care of our employees like dude you've always worked from home everybody's yeah. always been remote like <laughs> yeah of course you're working from home you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah like, I think you have those things into consideration just be mindful like I haven't said I haven't sent one of those emails but also yeah. I am a little you know like I'm trying to be mindful of what I share okay like okay yeah. like uh if you're gonna go live answer these questions and then decide what you're gonna if you're gonna go live or if you're gonna record yeah. it and yeah. You know, and just like, okay, use Zoom or use StreamYard or use mm -hmm. these other tools and you're still being relevant to the times and providing value. But yeah. and it's authentic because it's what I know, you know, but yeah. it doesn't really doesn't always align with what I have been saying. And I think, you know, some people would you rather say something that's like yeah. cookie cutter or say nothing like. Well, that's right. where the authenticity. Yeah. Uh, I can't even say the word authenticity comes in. <laughs> we need to change that's that word because everyone yeah. talks about it. You know? right. I mean, that's where it comes in, into play. I mm -hmm. think that that's another reason, for example, this podcast is what we call the business AF. It's because mm -hmm. we wanted it, wanted it to be as authentic as possible. Yeah. Like, because we're not just about business. You know, we're, mm -hmm. you know, we're all individuals here and we all have our, yeah. Mm -hmm. our own personalities right we all, we mm -hmm. all have our own characteristics you know everyone mm -hmm. everything makes us different and unique and i want to see that like for example brie like you're i mean from what i see like you're a cool person you know i don't really i've only <laughs> known you for she like, is, she's 31 cool. minutes yeah. but i mean you seem <laughs> down to earth and like you're and you're authentic and trying to help your students and <clears throat> i think it's important for people to see that and this is a platform to showcase that you know mm -hmm. you know yeah. you could easily just 
make it cookie cutter like everyone else, but it seems like you're trying yeah. to do your due diligence and mm-hmm. uh, really trying to make it authentic, not just for yourself, but also for people around you. Right. And I you like know? what you said there that like, we all have things that make us unique and different, like as people. And like the biggest thing that I try and tell brands that I consult with, or I, I, I tell people when I'm consulting on social media or anything mm-hmm. like that is like, you have to think of your brand as if it were a person. Like the brands that do the best, that have the best community, that have the most loyalty are the ones that treat their brand as if it were a person. They take a stand on things. They're not like, oh, well, if we say this, we might exclude this group of people. Like, no, they take a stand. They're like, okay, well, according to our mission statement and our value statement, um, yeah, no, we think that all of our, everybody should be working from home. And they're not afraid to say that, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You you build a brand that is like essentially like we b- build personas and we put a picture to it, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're going to build a brand, you should also be putting a picture to it. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite exercises is like, okay, draw me a picture of what you think your brand would be if it was a person. And, mm-hmm. and you, no, but really like, it's true, yeah. it, you know, my brand, my people would be wearing backwards hats, all of them. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I that one. Yeah, I know, um, right? Yeah. I love wearing backwards hats. I'm like, oh, but I man. think that's true. Like, for example, I had a client. Um, it was like a couple months ago, and we just started one one of their projects, and uh, I was doing the branding process in the beginning, like just to do mm-hmm. a logo design. And I asked him, I said, "Describe to me your company and your brand as if it was a person. How do you introduce yeah. yourself? You know, because I, I, it's a personality thing. You mm-hmm. know, like, yep." Business owners may not, or people that aren't involved in branding or marketing may not understand that, but it's mm-hmm. it's a key element to a brand. Definitely. Oh, yeah, it's Absolutely. foundational I, stuff because yeah. it's same with, like, how you're going to create your strategy. Like, yeah. what voice are we using? How are mm-hmm. we, you know, what is the feel of this person? And I think a lot of people, they just, oh, let me go on social and then yeah. you're like, wait a minute, like, let's backtrack and figure out yeah. what the best or way to the yeah. college intern of the semester yeah. and uh, the voice changes every semester. You're like, hmm, yes, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, it, it's, it's really awesome one to get your insight Brie on this because you are teaching the next generation of yeah. people that, you know, will come into the workforce or that maybe not even the workforce, they're going to start their own businesses because Hopefully. of the current, current climate. <laughs> I mean, I, I see that all the time and I think, you know, people are fascinated by the idea of creating their own business, but they don't, they don't understand the concepts or the foundation that they need to, to lay before, right, before they actually do business, you know, Correct. so hopefully we'll be able to give all those, Chris, you have something to say? I have a, I had a thought since you brought that up. So I thought, I want to get your guys' outlook on this. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to myself, you know, like, we're in a place where everyone's working remotely. So essentially it's almost like you are an individual working for yourself. You're still like in an umbrella. Right. But I was thinking, you know, this can show people or maybe people realize that we can be decentralized as a unit, but still have the same yeah. goal for mm-hmm. a business. So you can still be your own individual and be your own business and be contracted and work mm-hmm. for people and mm-hmm. still have like the same goal in line and try to help them with their product. But essentially, you don't yeah. have to be an employee anymore. Yeah. You know, it kind of shows you can just do your own thing. And yeah, I, I think are the future. Yeah. yeah. I, I see so many, like, job postings for, like, freelance work. 
Yeah. And, you know, if, you know, some people, some of my clients are like, I'm a freelance for them. And some of them, I'm a consultant for them. It really mm-hmm. just, the only way that for us to really get through this, I think, is just to kind of, is to know our boundaries, you know, set that routine. And then also when we're talking about our business, be authentic. Like, yep. I, you know, I think being, being uh, hidden behind the, the, computer screen I think will be a fear of people or like people now start be on video hopefully like I'm hoping yeah. that this now happens and you know it's it's hard I think people like well why do I need to be on video I'm like because you that's how you build trust you know right. that's how you build relationships with people and you know we've done it in person Bree like I had lunch with you and that's how we got to know each other but like yeah. let's have lunch together virtually and get to know each other and understand you know and that I think is a, a new way of how we're going to do business now and people are really going to thrive hopefully it's my goal once we yes. can get outside well <laughs> it's all about you know those boundaries don't just include like your routine it's like like Chris was saying, if we're going to decentralize, like a big part of that is like knowing your strengths and know what Mm -hmm. you're good at and don't take on that work that's outside of that, right? Like people ask me, oh, can you make me this? Like, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a web designer. I can do SEO, but you don't want me touching the back end of your website, right? Like, yeah, things can get a little, (laughs) that scares me. Might break, break the site. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's when I say, okay, I can't do that, but I do have a friend, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that I trust, a contractor that I trust that can do this mm-hmm. work. So like, if, if you're interested, I can, you know, build yeah. that in and know, but it's being transparent about like, I can get mm-hmm. it done, but I'm going to, you know, offload that to someone else that I trust. Right. Yeah. And if you already have that trust with your client, they should trust your expertise and knowing that mm-hmm. that it's going to get done and it's going to get done well so that yeah maybe we are all independent contractors and we can all work you know mm-hmm. all work together still yeah. yeah yeah i definitely i i can i've had plenty of experiences with that because i've been in digital marketing for so long and yep. i do understand seo but i would wouldn't touch it for the life <laughs> of me just because i don't you know i that's not my forte you know and it's yeah. like I think, you know, this will be a time now for us to really focus on that and build up that community virtually of like, okay, who are these trusted resources? Like if someone asked me about Facebook ads, I know exactly who to go to. And then if that person's not available, I know the second person, like because of building those relationships, you know, so um, I, uh, it's an unprecedented time for us, but I think a hopeful time for everyone. So Chris, um, we have that random question and it's your turn to ask it. Do you have one or Let me think I will okay. come up. I have oh, one. I, if you don't. I asked this last time. Damn it. Ah, okay. This wasn't good for this one. I, uh, yeah. Go for yours. Then. Okay. So Bree, just so you know, our, our show ends uh, with and asking a random question and okay. um, just to get, a, get to know you a little bit, give a little bit of personality and, this one's a little relevant to right now. So since we're all working from home, what's the first thing that you're going to do once you can get it? Um, go outside and see people and hang out. Go to Leslie's, my favorite coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> I was you can ask just about, no, 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 different one. Um, uh, you can ask just about any marketer in Wichita. They know that if they need to find me, I'm probably at Leslie's. 
So okay. <laughs> th- today is their last day being open, so I will be making oh. an afternoon run um, nice. for my last takeout coffee because they shut down officially tomorrow. Oh man. oh man that'll be rough so i know we'll so definitely sad. when you're back in san diego we'll visit all the coffee shops yes and we have when to. i go when either of us go to witch's ta who knows um that that's always possible right anything's possible um we'll I'm definitely get at least one of you to wichita so okay I think you and like five other people yeah. need me to go to wichita so we'll see oh, how that works out kansas right yep, yep. I would not. I would, I've been wanting to go to Kansas for some. All right, reason. come on. Oh. Like, for so, I just want to go out there and just see something different. Well, yeah. now you know Breeze, so you can yeah. reach out to her. So, um, um one, yeah. uh, if people want to get a hold of you, Bree, yes. uh, where should they look for you on LinkedIn? Just Google Bree E. Anderson. <laughs> okay. I do SEO, so I show up. I promise. Okay. You can just Google yeah. it. Okay. My Twitter and my LinkedIn are where I'm most active, but I do a weekly YouTube series now where I just kind of go over, I analyze the things that have gone on in digital marketing and how they're going to affect us moving forward in the future. Um, but yeah, just just Google me. I'll be I'm, there. I'm going to add you on LinkedIn right now. Awesome. All right. Thank you for joining us, Bree. We really appreciated the chat about the art of social and how we're adjusting uh, to digital. And thank you. And we'll see you again virtually sometime soon. See you soon. in Wichita. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you. This is the Business AF podcast, where it's all business most of the time. You can listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at businessafpod.com. If you like what you hear and you want to let people know, don't forget to tag us using hashtag businessaf.